Welcome to People Don't Think, Let's Start Today, a podcast hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com, and Al Edwards. Norb, here we are again before the microphones. How are you doing today? Good, good. It's a beautiful day, and you know, it's a gift again, the, the present, so we got to be thankful. That's right. We always say that, don't we? Yeah, And you've, you've started saying that, and now we all say it, that uh, <laughs> every day is a gift. That's why they call it the present, right? That's right. I yeah. love that. Well, we hope that you've had a chance to listen to our other podcasts. We're starting to build them up now. And if you haven't, please stop everything you're doing and go listen to them. That's a joke, of course, but uh, we do hope that you're listening to them. The last three, we've really been focusing on the importance of positive thinking and how it works in your life and all this other kind of stuff. And a great person reminded us, why don't we talk about how to be a positive thinker? Because, you know, a philosophy or a theory in your mind is a great thing, but unless, you know, the rubber hits the road, you can't apply it to your life, it doesn't do much good, right? So Absolutely, yeah. we're going to talk about very simple how-to tips on how to become and stay, more importantly, a positive and optimistic person. So, Norb, let's start with a couple of yours. Well, you know, one of the interesting things is that before we start discussing on how to do it, we have to really know that scientists have spent a lot of time studying what makes us happy and what doesn't. We know happiness can predict health and longevity, and happiness scales can be used to measure social progress, the success of your own life. But happiness isn't something that just happens to you. Everyone has the power to make small changes in our behavior and our surroundings and our relationships that can help us set us on a course for a happier life. Now, the first thing you've got to realize is this. I think it's a natural element of humanity that we tend to be negative. And a lot of it has to do with experience. A lot of it has to do with our growth. People talk about the bad things that can happen to us, and you've got to think about this, and you've got to think about that. And I was reading an article the other day, which is kind of interesting, and it basically says that most people are wrong about most things. This is especially true of the people who are brought to your attention, by, especially today, by newspapers, television. It doesn't matter how smart they are or how well-read or how evenly thoroughly educated they are. There aren't many fields of endeavor where you can get ahead on the sheer strength of being right. And we have a lot of problems today is that people are frustrated because they don't feel they're right. And what is to be right anyway? I mean, to go back to Socrates, you have to examine everything in life and see, you know, what you think is the correct way to pursue your life. And you also have to be big enough to understand that you might be wrong in life. And I think one of the things about being positive is that accept the fact that there are other things to consider. And, you know, you just can't go around and say, I'm right, I'm right, and this is going to happen because I know that this is what's going to happen, which is the pessimistic way to look at it. Just look in the mirror and say, you know, what is my problem? What is the one thing that I worry about? I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I've seen enough TV shows. I don't know if that's good enough or, or not. but It works for I, me. I'm going to sign up with you. The first thing you have to realize what your problem is. That's a great point. And, you know, a lot of people, including me at times in my life, and I'm sure others, you know, you have conflicts with other human beings. And there's an old expression, Norb, that what you said reminded me of, and that is, do you want to be happy or right kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah. 
So I think that's kind of (laughs) neat. Well, that kind of ties in directly with the next thing I wanted to talk about, and that is that positive thinking is a habit, I believe. It's like any other thing. We all do things every day. We all get up, we put our shoes on, or we brush our teeth, or we take a shower. And I believe that, I talked about this last time, that positive thinking as a way of life is much more beneficial than than being a negative person. And I think it's a habit that you constantly have to work on, just like you have to get in your car and go to work or put your shoes on or put your clothes in the laundry. It's something that you do almost like a ritual every day to keep in that state of mind. And I think that's my first how-to is that you have to realize it's like a habit. It's a mental habit. Absolutely. And going back to you know how you can become positive, first of all, you must accept the fact that you can become a positive person. Because whether you know it or not, you are a person that does things habitually the same way. Uh, You get up in the morning and you put your socks on. You start with the same foot every day. You might not realize it. Now you probably will. And you do things instinctively every day. It's a habit. And whether you like it or not, we are creatures of habits. Now, You must accept that you can become positive. That's number one. And the second thing that's very important is look at what you're really doing in your life that is causing you to be negative or depressed or anxious. And some of the things are basic. Do you drink too much? Do you take drugs? Some of those things that are very easy to see. Are you running around with a bunch of people that are negative? And, you know, this is like anything else in life. We all heard about the bad apple, and a bad apple can become a good apple if it's put, you know, around good apples. And it's kind of interesting that, you know, humans are like that. You have to understand that having negative people around you will add to the negativity. So I know that sometimes it's hard to say that, but, you know, at my age, I've run around with a lot of people and... Some of my friends are very, very jovial, and some are negative. And and I notice that when I'm around the negative ones, you do have negative thoughts. Even as positive as I try to be all the time, you can't help it. So it's kind of something that you just have to realize. This is my problem. I have to correct that. And that's how you become more positive. It's just basic. There's no magic. And start thinking, you know, I want to be positive. I want to be positive. And It'll work. Another thing I've mentioned before is it's music. You know, today music seems to be very, very, I don't know if I want to say negative, but obviously it's not positive. And I'm glad that my grandkids are listening to 1950s music because it seems that that music had a lot of, you know, positive thoughts. So I think that the most important thing about how to start being positive and if there's one sentence that you should remember is take responsibility for your actions. Don't blame anybody else. Very, very few things are really the fault of somebody else. It's not 100%, obviously. There are things that happen to every one of us that we can't protect ourselves from. But 95 to 99% of the things are things that are caused by your own actions. And, and work at it. It is a habit. It's almost like a drug, you know, but in a good sense. You have a cup of coffee every morning because, and it has a little caffeine in it. It won't hurt you, but whether you like it or not, it is a drug. 
And positive mental thinking is like that. I couldn't agree more. And I really like what you were just touching on, Norb, about your environment will very much dictate how your mind is and how your life is. You know, you mentioned that old adage about the one bad apple spoils the entire bunch, right? And that's because there's a chemical reaction if one, and I'm no scientist, but if an apple is rotting, it can spread that rot to the other apples. And I think that's where that expression comes from. That's exactly right. Making a choice of our environment, whether that is whom we associate with, who we are around, what we listen to, what we watch, what we take into our brains, is going to have a huge impact on our outlook. So I think that's a a real great one. Another one I was thinking about is that positive thinking and this kind of way of life has to be reinforced on a daily basis. Norb, you've said this, I've heard you say this, and I've heard people like Zig Ziglar say it. Positivity is like bathing. You have to do it every day. It doesn't last. You have to reinforce it every single day. Zig Ziglar, I was listening to one of his uh, recordings the other day, and he was talking about that people come to him and they say, you know, Zig, you know, salespeople come to him and they say, Zig, when I'm down, I put one of your tapes in my, of course, this was recorded in the 90s when they had tapes, but he, Zig, when I'm down, I put your tape in my car and I get right back up. And he said, you know, let me ask you a question, he says to the person, when you're in your car, do you wait until it's completely empty and you're out of gas and then get gas, or do you continue to fill it up? And the analogy, of course, is that don't wait until you're down and out to get a positive message. Keep it continually flowing and full like your gas tank. No, absolutely. And you know, one of the things, too, that you cannot try to stop negative thoughts. Negative thoughts are natural. We all have them. You know, the most positive people I've ever met in my life are people that are 99% positive, but they have their down days also. You know, they used to call it the blues. Man, I got the blues. You know, and today that, that's not used anymore, but everybody gets the blues. So don't try to stop those thoughts, but conquer them. Say, this is natural. This is going to happen. And it is a lot like taking a bath in the morning. I mean, the negative part is that before you took the bath, you probably smelled. (laughs) We're on your way to smelling at least. Yeah, the, the positive thing is that you took care of it. That's just, it's the same thing. It's not that hard. Just uh, don't give up the thought that you cannot conquer this. You can conquer it. Just say, I'm, you know, this is just part of nature. It's me. I, I can't help that, you know? Exactly. This is me. I'm a human. I'm no, no more different than, you know, when you see a zebra or a lion and the lion is chasing the zebra. I mean, that's been going on for thousands of years. You hate when you see the lion catch the zebra and, and you know, grab the throat and it bleeds and everything. And... And I'm sure the zebra doesn't like it, but uh, that's what they learned how to run fast, you know. And Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, the uh, lion doesn't have Costco, so he has to do things like that, exactly, right, to, to exactly, eat. So yeah. <laughs> I can't watch those National Geographic documentaries when they show that exact thing. You talk about how the gazelle goes down and the jaguar or whatever it is uh, eats it. I can't do it, but I know they have to do it because they have to eat. But you hit on something I think is really important, you know, just doing it daily, seeing it as something you do daily. And I brought this up last time, and I just believe this so strongly. There's a myth out there that people think if you're a positive thinker, like you said, Norb, you'll never have a negative thought or you'll never get discouraged or you'll never get down. 
And the truth is, that's unrealistic. It's false. It's fake because we are human. We're all going to get down. We're all going to have our emotions sometimes get depressed, whatever the case may be. So if you're a positive thinker, doesn't mean you're not going to be negative. But if you get back on that road as soon as possible, I think you'll be in much better shape. Another one I was thinking about, and I try to do this, and it's hard sometimes, but I always try and do it. If something bad happens to you or negative happens to you, I immediately stop what I'm doing and I think of four or five things positive about that very scenario. And I'll give you an example. And it's hard because if something bad happens, you're upset about it. But if you really force yourself to do it, I think it's always better. Let's say, for example, nice sunny day, you're riding your car down the road and you get a terrible flat tire. And of course, that's a problem for a lot of people, right? So that's a negative or a bad thing. But let's think about three or four things that are positive right now about that. Okay, number one, I didn't have an accident. I have a spare tire. It didn't happen on the highway. I'm only a short walk I can see from a gas station if there's a problem. And I know how to change a tire. The other nice thing is that you lived in an era where it wasn't a horse that died on you. And then <laughs> yeah, you exactly. really got a problem. So. Then you got a, yeah, then you got a dead horse you got to figure out what <laughs> exactly, to do with. Exactly. Yeah. You can't where you can't get where you want to go and you got a dead horse. But. Yeah. but I always try and do that because I think and boy, it's hard because if you're upset about something, all you want to focus on is that negative thing. But if you stand back and say, okay, I'm going to focus on four positive things that are going on right now, it always seems to help. And you almost laugh at your at Absolutely. I got in the habit for a while with my wife, actually, that I used to come to work and I'd drive with her and I would tell her, Okay, say three things you're happy about, three things. And, and she would look at me and say, you know, come on, you know. And I said, say anything, anything. Are you happy that you have, you know, nine grandchildren and they're all healthy? And are you happy about, you know, it's a nice day. Are you happy that you married me? You know, I mean, whatever. But I, I think that forces you, you know, to become positive. One of the things that somebody told me for really good health, and I don't know whether this is scientifically proven or not, so I don't want people to actually do this unless they check it out and, and are satisfied. But if you drink two glasses of water, as soon as you get up, this is supposed to really help your system. Yeah, that makes it sense. hydrates your body, and, yeah. and it really is it's a very healthy thing to do. I've read about it, and I've did a little research, and yeah, definitely by drinking water early in the morning, it, it helps. And it's a habit. And I got to tell you, I have two small glasses. They're not large, but I do drink them. And the second one, sometimes it's really hard to swallow, <laughs> but I do it because I feel that it's good for me. I'm hydrating my body. And positive mental thinking is, you can almost think as hydrating your brain. And that's what you got to do. The other thing that I should mention, because going back to the purpose of this half-hour talk, is how do I conquer this? A lot of people feel that if you write what's bothering you, if you write it down, you feel better. And carry that in your pocket. And every time you have these feelings, what is it that I'm really worried about? And if you have multiple feelings of negativity, write them down. And after a while, you're going to realize... Is this common to other humans? Each one of us is an individual, but luckily or unluckily, depending on how you look at it, positively or negatively, most humans have the same feelings. You know, we think we're very, very unique, which we are, but by the same token, we also are pretty much the same. We all have that so. same human experience. Exactly, yeah. Norb, there's something that I've seen you do for many, many years. As a matter of fact, you have it written 
down on a piece of paper and you have it in your office, and I've seen it in your son's offices. And it's a simple phrase, and it's, this too shall pass. And it's a very powerful philosophy because when you're in the grip, I always say, you know, human beings are only here for a certain amount of time and we don't have the big picture that we hopefully want to have because we're just not here long enough on earth to to have it. So everything's in the middle of our face and we can't see things. So when you're in that mode, that concept of this too shall pass gives you perspective. Tell us about why that's meant so much to you and why you've have it in your office and you've given it to your sons. Well, as I remember, the story is that King Solomon, who was a very, very wise king, one time had a myriad of problems. And he called his most learned rabbis at that time. And he asked them, you know, I have all these problems and you have to come with a solution on how I can cope with all these problems. And they came back to him, I don't know, how long it took for them to come back to him, but they had a ring engraved, and they told them to wear that ring, and the inscription of that ring was, this too shall pass. And I think it's just a wonderful thing because I think it's very positive in a way, very realistic, this too shall pass. And going back to, you know, how to stop worrying and start living, 95% of the stuff you worry about will never happen, so... And if it happens, it'll pass, you know. I think that philosophy of this too shall pass is like a relief valve on like a steam engine. When you're so upset about something, if you remember this too shall pass, it gives you perspective and it's like releasing steam out of a tank that it gives you a little relief because you know that you're not going to be plagued with this problem for the rest of your life. Of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been very impacted by that, seeing that in your office. And it's a great thing. You mentioned when you used to ride to the office with Charlene that you'd ask her, you know, tell me three or four things that you're happy about. And that's the next one I had, and that is making a gratitude list. When you are down or thinking about negative things, take a piece of paper and a pencil and write down 10 things that you're grateful for right now in your life. And thankfully, most people can do that. And like you said, keep it in your pocket. So when you are feeling bad or your wallet or your purse, you can pull it out and read it. Again, I just think putting that stuff in your brain is self-fulfilling. I really do. If it's not in your brain constantly, you're going to wander off into negative things. Oh, and it's interesting. And, you know, obviously, Al and I don't write any of this stuff down. We've really known each other for so long that we talk about this all the time. Believe it or not, we talk about this even we're not doing this show. That's right. Which is kind of interesting. We don't even need a microphone to do this. But I, I hate it because I said it, but it is like hydrating your brain. Absolutely. I, I'm going to use that term. It's hydrating your brain into positiveness. And just like drinking that water in the morning, it's good for you. It's good for your health. And the one most interesting thing, and I keep repeating this, and I'm going to keep repeating it, this is good for your health. Positive people live longer and they live a healthier life. So why wouldn't you want to do it? You know, the average American, I don't want to say the average American, but Americans consume something like 83% of all prescription drugs. I think it's like 83%. I don't know the exact figure, but I know it's ridiculous because they want to be happy. They want to be healthy. Well, positive mental attitude will make you healthier. And drinking two glasses of water, I think, also does that. Hydrating your body is just as important as hydrating your brain. The drinking water hydrating your body makes total sense because our bodies, they say, are what, 98, 99% water. 
And I think if you are hydrated enough, it is going to affect your brain. Your brain's going to be able to function as it should because it has water. It needs water. Of course, of course. That makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes total sense. I love that. Another thing we were talking about last time was opening, you know, another how-to become a positive person is opening your eyes to the wonder all around you in daily things. You are very much this kind of person, and so am I. And I'm made fun for it sometimes because people think I'm strange, and I probably am, but I see things like a washing machine, or I see things like a bird nest, and I just think that is an absolute miracle. Now, a bird nest is probably more amazing than a washing machine because a bird built it, but the wonder of these things and the wonder of what other people do for us, other people, I mean, I remember Earl Nightingale once said, try making your own fish hook sometime. You know, I mean, the things that are around us, but let's get back to the bird nest. This tiny little creature is born knowing how to build a nest for its little family in the right spot on the tree, and they know how to twirl the different pieces of things. We are the only species that I'm aware of as ever born on this earth that are born pretty much completely ignorant, and it takes 20-plus years to mature, whereas a bird knows how to build a house for themselves. We have to send kids to engineering school and architecture school, right, to build a house. How does a bird know how to do that? But the fact that you see it, it's a miracle. But we see bird houses all the time, probably, and we don't open our eyes to the miracles around us. I mentioned a washing machine. Look at this machine. You put your clothes in, you put soap in, and it spins, and it does all these things, and it comes out, and you have clean clothes. I think that's amazing. An automobile. Try making your own car someday. I mean, it really is unbelievable. No, no, it's true. You know, and this is one of the things that, you know, going back to some of the things we keep mentioning over and over, and I think that they're worth mentioning. Einstein said you can look at the world as if nothing is a miracle or as if Everything is a miracle, and every animal except humans, and this is an interesting thing that you said because the animals are programmed to know what to do. They're almost like a robot that are programmed. That bird knows how to build a nest because it's genetically programmed into that bird. We have the fortune of altering our lives to what makes us happy. We have a choice, and this is what makes the difference between humans. You know, religious leaders call it a soul, which it very well might be. I believe it is. And it's a gift from God, going back to the gift, the present. We have that ability to program our, our brains. And you know, one of the things about the United States, and, you know, I think that I've said before, I'm foreign-born, and I know a lot of people that are foreign-born, and most foreigners, I believe, from my experience, love this country probably more than American-born because they realize what else is out there. And the beauty of America is that you can be the poorest, most degraded person on earth and you can actually get out of it by being positive, by smiling to people, by saying, hi, how are you? Good morning to you. And you work hard and you get ahead and you can achieve whatever you want to. Because America was the first country that I know of. Obviously, I, I haven't lived throughout the centuries. But in the modern era, the last 2,000 years, that actually created a country that wanted you to be happy 
and it gave you the ability to be happy. You cannot have that ability without having positive thoughts because America was a positive thing to begin with. It was a positive thought, you know? Absolutely. And I actually, I agree with you. I think people who come here to better. That's right. That's right. I need to pay my mortgage, so I better uh, uh, agree with Norb. But I said that, and I actually said that to you when I was very young. I recognized, I walked up to you one day and I said, Norb, you are a better American than any American who's ever been born here. And it's because, and you were born in Argentina and came here as, you know, a young man about 11 years old, but you were born in another country and you grasped the dream of America and your family, your mom and dad grasped the dream of America better than anyone else. And getting back to that wonder, I just want to tell a quick story, which means a lot to me, because it was actually life-changing for me, and Norb kind of laughs when I tell this story, but Norb had a business years ago that had a loading dock. And I was there with some of the guys, and there was a hydraulic lift there. And we were taking turns standing on the lift, and the other guys would, you know, jack up the lift, and we would go up in the air. And I'll never forget this. Norb ran into the dock and yelled out, Incredible! (laughs) And what he was referring to was the miracle of how a hydraulic lift works, how it can lift thousands of pounds in this little portable, easily operated machine. And I never forgot that. And that sense of wonder has always stayed with me. And we'll joke sometimes out of nowhere, I'll just yell, incredible. And everyone knows what I'm talking about with that. But that was life-changing for me. And it was just something you just ran in one day and said that. It is incredible. You know, the other day I had an interesting experience. I had like uh, 35,000 miles on tires in my car. And I remember when I was a kid that if a tire lasted 10,000 miles, it was a miracle. And when you read the story of tire making, you know, the things we take for granted, it's incredible. Uh, tires used to last 1,000, 2,000 miles, and then you'd have to change them. And you used to have to change spark plugs every 10,000 miles. And, you know, today you get in these cars that are conditioned and you listen to stereo, beautiful music if you want to. It's just incredible. Yeah, and I do get a kick out of that because I, I'm thinking, my God, I got 35,000. You know what 35,000 miles is? It's going around the world plus and the same tires and it's hit bumps and it's you know heat and cold and snow and it's incredible it really is i get excited about stuff like that and i, and I hope that people get that from this show if they get that i'll be happy because everything is a wonder it really is seeing the wonder and everything well i've got the tire with thirty-five thousand, and the other three have about ninety thousand. so that's, <laughs> that's that's my problem but i'm working on that so well i'll tell you i hope everyone has enjoyed the show today what we tried to do is really focus on how to be a positive person. I think we established that it really is a habit that you work on every day. What you are surrounded by seeps into your brain. Be grateful for what you have and open your eyes to the wonder that's all around you every day. So, Norb, thank you so much. Thank you, Al. It's really a pleasure, always. It. Thank you. And until next time, everybody, this is Al Edwards for Norb Savanasini. And as Norb always says, every day is a gift. That's why they call it the present. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.